Yo. What up? So we got Sam, Ryan. Hey, I'm here. And Bass. I was just talking to my buddy Sam. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Have any of you guys had side conversations since the last podcast? Probably. Um, yeah. um, I, I, I don't think so. Wait, I think maybe about the, what about the uh, SNL thing, maybe? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe something. Yeah, not, nothing, nothing I mean, besides, besides texting, because I've had phone conversations with all three of you guys. I'm just trying no. to figure out if it's still if I'm still the connector of the four of us. So, not in other words, if I, if I die tomorrow, how would the contact be between you three? That's what I'm worried about. I think Sam and I would be pretty strong. I, I don't think I think Ryan would be would disappear somehow. No, base. Honestly, you and I have probably leveled out. Yeah, we've got it, it, it's gotten better. Yeah. Remember, Ryan, remember, actually, I think we, I think we'd actually all be better friends if Abe died. <laughs> <laughs> no, but face. Remember when Ryan kicked you out of his car? <laughs> Ryan, 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 tell that. Ryan, tell that story when you kicked base. I'll your- be really honest. I, I, I very. It's a very, very faint memory, and this is years and years and years ago. And I was pretty drunk. Up. I was too, and I was driving, and that's, I'm not advocating. This was a long time ago. Yeah, this was like at least and ten years ago. At, probably more, and base. I don't even know what he wanted. He wanted me to take him somewhere, or he was like asking me to do something that wasn't out of like the realm of consideration. It was something very basic. But and were like, you guys arguing, or you were arguing about something? Like base said, "I can't believe you didn't have my back." I remember him saying that. Like you guys were talking about something. Oh, heavy. maybe that's what it was. It was something. But I just about- remember driving and both of us screaming at the top of our lungs at each other. And Abe was in the passenger seat, like, "Just calm down, fellas." And Abe was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, I'm just trying to punch Bass in the face while I was driving." And Bass was like, "Fuck you, man! You oh, yeah. have my back!" Yeah. And I just kicked him out of the car. I stopped at like an intersection. I was like, "Get the fuck out of my car!" But then you picked that's him back up. No, no, but then, you, but then you guys pulled up to me and were like, just following me as I was walking. Like, I know. Get in the car. I was sure at the time I was like full heel, and I was like, "Fuck him!" and was gonna like splash him with a puddle as I drove by. And Abe's like, "Aw, go get him!" Because I have experience well, thanks with for, that. Thanks for reopening a wound, Abe. No, I'm just thinking about, no, because I have experience with that. Because Sam's been kicked out of cars before, and then I have to like, come on, Sam, <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry. Come on, he's like the hot chick with the mini skirt walking. I usually don't get kicked out. Of, I usually storm out of the car. Yeah. Let me out right here. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Sam thinks that, when Sam thinks there's a possibility of him getting kicked out, he'll he'll quit first. Like he exactly. won't give you the satisfaction. Let me out I now. Kick me out of the car. Fuck you. I leave the car. <laughs> that's pretty much how I run my life. Any anytime I feel like the walls are closing in, I quit first. I, yep. I don't that's why you don't wear a seatbelt. That's right. <laughs> Funny. There is something interesting about someone who gets kicked out of a car or asks to be dropped off at a random corner. Like I would, no matter what the situation is, I wouldn't make that move. Like if, if I was pissed, if Sam was calling me every yeah, name in the book, a, you're 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 a, you're a leech. You're always along for the ride. I mean, you're not, you know what I mean? Like, no, it just saying, means you, that I'm not you, wild. You wouldn't, like you, wouldn't, you wouldn't ask to get out of the car because you're always along for the ride. You're, you need those rides. You, <laughs> Damn, he's calling you a scrub. Oh. Well, I know where he's going with this, base, and I'm, I'm trying to... Now, did, I feel like I've given you more rides than you've given me more rides. 
Didn't I'm I used to pick life. you up every, when we did the serious show? Didn't I always pick you up at your condo? No, uh, I was six blocks from the studio. I mean, you were coming from ten miles away. It made sense. But see, Ryan, it was one of those guilt trips. It was like, on the way. It was, if, no, no, I hey, guess it was on I the could, way. I guess I could walk to the studio and like, don't worry, I'll just pick you up. And then no, it's, funny, after, it's funny that I actually enjoy walking and I like walking to the studio. And, and when I, I'd walk, when it was a nice day, I would prefer to walk. And you'd be like, I'll just come and get you. I'm like, no, I'm going to walk. And you would think that because I was walking, I was upset with you. But I really just prefer to walk, um, especially when you're the only alternative because you're the machine, <laughs> right? But it is an interesting situation to either get kicked out of a car, to you know, to kick someone out of your car, like to not care mm-hmm. that much, like you're in a shitty neighborhood, get the fuck out at this corner yeah. now, or to say, let me out right here. Yeah. Like, I never yeah. get that worked up. Even, I mean, Sam could right. literally call me everything in yep. the book, and I still would just... Stop the car. Stop I would, the car. I would, Stop the car. <laughs> I, would still, I would still at least... Let me out of the car. I would at least wait it out until we got home. Or yeah, I've never been in a car and thought, pull over, let me out. Like, not even knowing where I was. But you did, right. kick, you did kick bass out, though, so you are... I, I, know, I was gonna say, I'd like to know how that felt, but I guess I did it that one day. That was the only time I've ever been kicked out of a car. But you know what's the yeah, most the pathetic? I've kicked anyone out of the car. Ryan, you know what the most <laughs> pathetic thing is though? The guy who gets kicked out of the car when he gets back in, like that's oh, like yeah, the, the, the pickup, like <laughs> thirty seconds later. <laughs> but no, it's sobering. It is very sobering to get back in the car. Like now what? So wait, 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 when Ryan kicked Bass out of the car, did Bass get back in the car? Oh yeah, because I told oh, him, okay. I'm like, just please pick him back up, please, Ryan. <laughs> so you actually, actually did pull away for a moment, and then you... Oh, dude, I was... Uh, Sam, I was all in. Like, I... This wasn't, like, a bit or a joke. We were, like, I... Like, there was a period of time where Bass and I really, like, could not be... Could not coexist in the room together. Uh, it was not good. Bass, how far from home were you when you got initially uh, dropped the fuck out of the car? Well, where I where I was was like pretty close to Cabrini Green. It was oh, not nice. the it was not the best time for me to say let me out of the car. I think that's why I was so scared because Bass was in a shitty neighborhood. Fine, fuck you, Ryan. You didn't he call you like a something with your pussy or what did he say? Like I don't remember. But your, where you, were we that day? Like why were we together and drunk in the afternoon? It I was mean, it was at a Christmas party for the show that we were on. It was, oh, at the, was, it was, it was one of those okay. bars on Russian Division, yeah. Yep, I got it. Yeah, it was, it was the Man Cow Christmas <laughs> Party, and that was when Puppet the Dwarf pissed in the apartment on the wall. That's right. And yep. uh, okay. Jim Jim Jesus, who was one of the guys on the show, for no reason he jumped on uh, Turd's, a guy named Turd that we used to work with, he jumped on his back <laughs> and put him in a rear naked choke for no reason, and then Turd's like, oh, and he didn't even like, kill oh, you. Was like, yeah. yeah, it was like when Bob Backlund used to snap. <laughs> Never like. <laughs> yeah, it took like ten guys to pull him off him. Yeah, and then Tor's like, "I'm gonna yeah. fucking kill him! I'm gonna kill!" Him. Like yeah. everyone's holding him back, and then this this dwarf is pissing on the wall. Like it was crazy. So that, that that's and, and then another a cop that we know. He was he he pulled out his gun, and then he remember this right? He took pictures with his yeah. dick and the gun. Like and the gun, yes. Like it was the dick and the gun, and then they, they all they kept telling Bass City was, "Hey, let's play Russian roulette." So yep. that kind of tells you <laughs> that tells you the kind of party we were at before so, <laughs> before all the chaos so, broke loose. So me getting so really, kicked out of Ryan's car was like a, was it wasn't even a footnote. No, yeah, that, that was the come down moment. That was like <laughs> that was the breather. Hey, guys, guys, let's go back to you know when Bass makes the decision. 
after being public, it's truly a publicly embarrassed, being publicly embarrassed. Get the fuck out of my car. Base has a parting shot. You wouldn't suck Kermit the Frog's asshole with that gimp limp. Or something like that. And he jumps out. He's all red. Starts walking. Like looks back and gives. Then he. I remember him giving you the. Finger. Remember when, when they pulled away? He gave you the finger. <laughs> like he gave you the finger. Like you know when they like really prominently give someone the finger. Like fuck you. Like he gave you the finger and said it really loud. He turned. He was all red. Then by the time we picked him back up, he he started laughing again. Like he was back in. The, like I just remember how awkward though it was i'm like come on base he's like fuck him and then ryan's like no fuck him man like yeah like the, we, I, were say, we were talking to you like the other person wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to negotiate that connection like yeah. come on ryan wait he's not he doesn't mean it ryan base no no come on just get back in the car man you're in a bad neighborhood i don't and why why am i always always worried about adult men getting jumped like why do i care about sam getting jumped all the time like I'm always worried because that some he's home- your brother. No, but you too, base. Like I was worried about you getting beat up or something. Like no one else. It, it, because because we're friends. I know, but but you're an adult man just walking in Chicago. Like I shouldn't be that worried about you. You just said he was dropped off smack dab in the middle of Cabrini Green. Though that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was pretty drunk, man. I was. Like I said everything 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 you're telling me. It feels like I'm learning it for the first time. Didn't Ryan? Didn't you? When you dropped base off, then weren't you like we're better friends for it, base? I don't probably. <laughs> no, I, don't, you didn't say that. I, I don't know. I mean, you could tell me I did or said anything that that day, and, and I mean, obviously, by the stories you told of the party, it wasn't like it wasn't book night. Do you remember Ryan? Ryan, you probably don't remember this. At that party, you said, "Bro, if I'm alive in 2015, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars cash." Oh, yeah, I, I, I did. But then I told you, I said, I'm going to write it down, and we're going to have this notarized, and you hold on to this contract. And if you present me this contract, yeah, I did say that. I remember that. Let me, let me, let me, contract? <laughs> I don't have it up. Let, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys all get those Twitter alerts that says, like, you know, Ryan, is, Ryan and, uh, you know, Vince McMahon are following Fiona Apple or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's either, like, it says yeah. this you're following or what they're talking about like um jim de and uh, alan cox are talking about wilco yeah exactly so yeah i swear to god uh a couple days like i don't know a few days ago i get an alert that says dan levy who's base and alex quigley are following big bird <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god <laughs> what? wait hang on hang on hang on Alex Wiggly's a guy we used to work with, and then and so it said. It said I get an alert sent to my phone. Base and Alex Quigley started following Big Bird. Base, do you follow Big Bird on Twitter? It's odd that you guys would both start following him within a close proximity. Yeah, Big Bird so that, yeah, something. exactly, Sam. That means yeah, that they, he uh, he he just got on Twitter, and his first tw- his uh, first tweet was a uh, tweet, and I thought oh, it was kind of funny. So I decided to follow the bird. Did he, like, fail a drug test or anything? I get it. Base followed that bird. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that his movie? Yeah. It was. It was. Doesn't he get, like, dyed blue or something in that movie, and they want him to be, like, a freak? Yes. Yeah, they want him to, like, join the circus or something. Yeah, but don't they dye him, like, they dye him, like, blue or green, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. I remember remember seeing a blue bird. I don't don't remember if it was, I guess it was the movie you said, okay, I don't, yeah. How old? How how old is the movie? It's got to oh, be God. twenty years at least. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, I was a, I mean, I was a little kid. I'd have been almost thirty. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm just checking out. Uh, I had to go to Base's page to find Big Bird. Base, what's your I Twitter right so up, people could follow you? Base on air. Okay, yeah, I see right above Big Bird, Bass is also following Cookie Monster. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, Bass, you're following uh, Cookie Monster also? That's cute. Yeah, of course. No, wait, 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 wait hang on, hang on. I can't tell if you're that's joking. My guy. Wait, guys, guys, come on. Hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Understand this, understand this. I have a five-month-old son. Wait, hang on. My television viewing isn't exactly as good as it used to be. Ryan, are you, are you, I, I can't tell if you're joking. Are you serious or are you joking? <laughs> Dude, I'm dead serious. It's. On top, like look right above. If you go to his, who's he following? Right above Big Bird is Cookie Monster. It starts with Beyond Buzzer, Rob Hart, Cookie Monster, Big Bird, and uh, Rob Actus, Fresh VO, which I'm guessing is voiceover. Uh, okay, I see. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me just let me throw one more thing at you, base. Are you saying you're following Big Bird because of DJ? Oh well, no, but I mean it definitely helps. I mean you're, you're, okay. I'm watching him a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, they could tweet something out about some sort of kid special that I may want him yeah. to watch. No, I, I get it. If you're, But if you were just handing your phone to him and being like, here, DJ, here's Big Bird's Twitter, you might want to be careful because I also see that you're following Super Tits. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what is Super Tits? What Wait, Super, super Tits? <laughs> yeah, it's, hold on. I'm looking at the uh, description. It's premium photos of huge breast models. Porn stars, <laughs> oh, um, hey, big, something for the kids, something for dad. Oh, uh, those are some, that is a grotesque woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my oh, what God. else, what else is going on in the news disgusting. these days? Ryan, are you talking about this Asian woman with these huge, ridiculous Yeah. <laughs> Putting on that lipstick? Oh, my God. Base, does it do it for you? This is gross. Just go I, to have, base, I don't even know the things you're talking about. Just go on Base's Twitter and just click on following and just follow everyone he follows. There's one called, like, eight down, it says Super Tits, trademarked. <laughs> so he's following Cookie Monster, Big Bird, and Super Tits. I'll be really honest. I'm actually happy to see this. This is a perfect snapshot of what I had always imagined it was like in Bass's head. Like, Cookie, Puppet, voiceover, radio, and Tits. Like, that's, that covers it. And that's what I, I literally just saw, like, the top eight people you're following. And that's everything that's hilarious. You, you would be following. What's funny is I haven't followed anybody on Twitter in months, and I just started recently following all those, like, within the last week. Hmm. Cookie Monster is, uh, that's an interesting... He's, tre- he's trending. Happy Valentine's Day. Me love cookies. Cookie art. And, of course, me friends. Yeah, what do you that get out of that fo- Like, base, I get if you're following, like, TMZ or CNN or whoever, but what are you getting out of him saying me love cookies? I love a cookie monster. You know, Bass Bass has a very interesting mind. He has a mind where I believe that he'll see two words that make a lot of sense to him, and then the rest of us, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if he said, like, you know, like, let's say Bass had a scrapbook, and he wrote down, like, Zebra Zeus, right? And, like, uh, Pigeon Batman villains, right? Uh, Drool Shower, right? And then you'd be like... uh, Base, we have the police officers here who think that you're a terrorist threat. Uh, we saw your scrapbook. You'd be like, duh, zebras and Zeus are both obviously Z-words. The pigeon sounds like the penguin, which is a Batman villain. And sometimes I collect all of DJ's drool, and it would be enough to shower with. Duh. 
<laughs> All of which are my passwords to my email address. <laughs> So, like, I feel like his mind, like, it makes sense to him. Like, he'll just say two random things that, like, you're like, what? Drool and, and, like, shower? How does it? Well, duh. I collect DJ's drool and it's enough to shower. Duh. So, it's kind of what you're saying is, like, he will, he often goes from A to D, skipping, like, vital points of information, which would be B and C. Like, there's no context sometimes. Yeah. It's an interesting mind. It might be a genius mind. I think I usually know where he's going. You know, either, either, either that or you're painting me as Dustin Hoffman from Rain Man. I mean, Jesus, I'm not that way off. <laughs> but I, I, I think, you know, it's, it, we usually know where he's going with things. Or, or Yeah, because we speak yeah. bass. Like you said, you speak Abe. You speak uh, Abe, Abe Bonics or whatever. We yeah. speak bass. Like, we know where he's going. Like, dude, pigeon, Batman villain. What? Oh, oh, he's talking about the penguin. Oh, guys, penguin. penguin. Yeah, he must have thought penguin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Base um, Maybe it is just a, is this a genius base? Is your whole life some like interwoven puzzle that you're like testing us with? Is it all of just course. like pieces that are going to fit together brilliantly someday? Like one day he's going to rip off that, he's going to rip off that base mask and he looks like Robert Downey Jr. and he's like a <laughs> He's like a handsomely, uh, a classically <laughs> handsome man who's like a genius. I've been waiting around a time introduce you to Daniel Levy. Yeah, gentlemen. <laughs> and and j- just think about like, oh my god, it's George Clooney. Think about all those movies where you know someone is pretending to be something else when you really find out how they really are. Like remember that reality show, um, Average Joe, where they tricked him. Was that what it was called, Average Joe? Where they tricked yeah, him? I don't and know. Yeah. You, yeah, you saw it, right, it's, it's, a rea- it's a reality show where only he is the only one that's not acting. Or yeah, acting so everyone around it. him were actors, and, and he was the only one not in on the joke. So, like once once <laughs> the people once the people reveal who they really are, it's just completely different, and you just feel completely like heartbroken that that's not the real person. Oh God! Like if Base came out as Robert, like if he ripped a mat, like Base was wearing a suit and mask. And just ripped it off, and it was like Robert Downey Jr. And he spoke like the king's the king's English. And I'd be I'd be disappointed and heartbroken. It's like the Truman Show. Like Bass's life and everything around it was just a big bruise to try to like get one over on us three for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everything that's happened is all part of this elaborate production, the, the greatest production of all time. That would be incredible. And, like, Jill is just his, like, consultant. They had someone, like, donate the baby. <laughs> she wasn't even <laughs> pregnant. They're all, and Jill's an actor, the baby's an actor. Yeah. Could you imagine if they sat in makeup for, like, four Not hours either. every morning? <laughs> like, before we would go to, go to the radio show, Bass had to just sit in a makeup chair for four hours. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine at Bass's apartment if, if, if you, like... Like the whole building is actually his studio where he does like this whole ruse. Like there's like like the whole floor is all cameras and like like guys in like a truck out back. And that explains like the microphones. You know he has to have a reason to have, have all the mics around. It's all like studio equipment that is being used to document. It. Oh, <laughs> That's why there's always a mic in every photo. Like the look and everything. It's all the, 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 the look is that what you said? 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's like the base, he's, this is not, base is a character. Daniel Levy is the is the mastermind behind base. Yeah, like 30 writers came up with the character, the look, the outfits. Let's put him, let's get him these, uh, let's get him these Homer Simpson boxers that go down past his knees. These will work out good with the character. How about a huge red Atlanta Hawks t-shirt? That looks like it'll fit in. Go with the character. A Horace Grant jersey t-shirt? That works. A red t-shirt that says Grant 54 on the back? That works in this character. What else? Let's see. He loves shitting. Okay, let's have him shit everywhere. Can you imagine Daniel Levy, the actor, who's just, like, disgusted by having to eat all that food? I can't have another bite! He's, he's really a vegan. <laughs> yeah, he's a vegan. He has to eat red. He has to put like this, fa- like all his Facebook. Sh- like last night, I saw he was uh, or on on Valentine's Day. I saw that he had this like humongous. Uh, what, what was it? Base you had like it was a steak or something. Oh, or no, prime, prime, rib. prime rib. Yeah, this huge prime rib. And then he had like it looked like a tray of mashed potatoes. <laughs> it, 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 it honestly looked like a sheet cake of potatoes. <laughs> Where were you yeah, at? Base? The picture, he just dumped it all in the garbage. Oh, the Harry Carey. Yeah, the actor. that he's going through, like, so instead of making a tray of potatoes, and he takes the picture and just, like, kicks it in the garbage. It's all going into, like, a bag in his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not eating it. <laughs> yeah, maybe the suit, maybe the suit, like the neck on the suit, like the the mask and the mouth and everything. Maybe oh, the food God. just goes down a tube. Like you've never you've never eaten with Daniel Levy. You've only eaten with base, but you never shirt with Daniel Levy. It's really a fat suit. Yeah, a fat suit with oh, like this. all kinds all kinds of food and shit. Like the shit is even real. Like they make him clog up toilets just to fit in the character. <laughs> Well, base, base oh, that, funny, that, that was your uh, Valentine's dinner, right? That looked like a good dinner, actually. It was. It was nice. It was Harry Carey's. I'm back to be. What did, uh, what did, uh, did you guys do anything, Sam and Ryan? No. No. We just, uh, we stayed home and, I don't know, I don't, I don't, we made something, I don't remember, it wasn't romantic or anything. Let me tell you <laughs> what, uh, you lucky ladies missed out on with me on my Valentine's Day. I kicked it off by eating, uh, Chipotle. Then I went to one of the shittiest casinos in Gary. By the way, Gary, Indiana has no pride. It's a city with no pride. Their, their streets don't even have like lines separating, like the expressway. You know what's funny, can I interrupt you? I, we were texting on Valentine's Day night, and for whatever reason, I just I had this, I sensed you were at the casino because there was something I wanted you to watch, and you're like, I'm not home. I'm like, why aren't you home? Like, I know you don't have, a, you obviously don't have a date. So I was like, well, I'd be home. <laughs> and I, said, I had a feeling you were at the casino, but you never said you were there. What am I supposed to say? Oh, I'm at the casino. Don't worry about no, it. You, said, you know what you said? You said, I, just, you said I got back from the gym, is what you said. Oh, no, no. I did go to the gym. <clears throat> I did go to the gym, too. After you yeah, lost. Yeah, well, because he plays all that crap. So he gets out a giant arm workout. Well, let me, let, me, <laughs> let me explain to you ladies listening what you're missing out on with me. This could have all been yours if uh, you were my Valentine <laughs> this week. <laughs> So I yeah, Chipotle. Sam, you interrupted that. I was really, I was really. Yeah, starting I, to, I apologize. I was starting to feel this. Go ahead, Abe. <laughs> so I. By the way, Gary, Indiana. Like I said, when you drive there, it's like a war zone. The, the the expressway. There's not even white lines separating the lanes. It's just a big piece of concrete with potholes every two inches. That your tires. If, if you don't pop a tire, you're lucky. Um, there's no lights. There's and, expressways and, uh, that just. It's like The Walking Dead, where it just you'll fall off a cliff. 
Yeah, they just stop. Um, and it is, honestly, it is a total crapshoot. At every building, every house, it, you literally have no idea if it's occupied or not. Like, it, you don't know if that's, an, if that's someone's house, if they live there, or if it's been condemned. Yep. Or... You just don't know where people live. Every person around you looks like suspect, like they're going to try to kill you or rob you, no matter who they are. Every yeah. person you see, anyone, anyone walking, even by the casino, they all, like, I don't want, like, when I was, I, I went there and I had to go to the bathroom, I was standing in front of a urinal, there was a guy behind me washing his hands, I started shaking because I thought he was going to stab me. Like, that's that's the vibe, okay? <laughs> So I go there. And yes, ladies, he is single and all yours. <laughs> okay, so I so I go there playing a poker tournament. Top two get paid out. Guess what place I finished? Three. Third, exactly. <laughs> I finished yep. third. So I sit there. I sit there for eight hours. Finish third, which is very respectable. You when you finish third, you're the bubble boy in this tournament. So each guy gave me twenty dollars. Bubble uh, boy, what is? Why would they give you twenty dollars? Is that like tipping the, what, what is the bar back? Boy? Well, it's hilarious is that because like when, when bartenders have to, to tip out the bus or the, the well, bar no, bag? because it's like you're on the bubble of getting paid. So just so yeah. that you know, just to so it's it's just a nice thing to do. So that the guy who finishes third, who's the the third guy, the only guy not. But how many times have you tipped the third guy? I I I'm the one who brought it up actually because I was the chip leader. Of course you did. No 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 no. <laughs> I, let me tell you. I, I should have won that tournament, honestly. And there was a guy who had, like, maybe a third of the chips I had. And he looked real pathetic and desperate. So I'm like, hey, guys, you want to do the uh, $20 each for the bubble boy? And and they're like, the guy with no chips looked, like, shocked that I brought. Because I was the chip leader. Like, normally the chip leader is... Oh, bring- you brought it up while you were leading. Okay. Yeah, just to be nice, because I'm like, oh, this poor guy. Like, he why, why be nice to these assholes? You're, you're never going to see these guys it, again. It, it's, just, it's just etiquette. Like, when you play, everyone always agrees to give... Right. Like, if the top four get paid, you would give the fifth place guy, like, $20 each. If if the top ten get paid, everyone would agree, oh, let's right. each so give $10. You, so, you, so you decided to pay the bubble boy. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so I... Bottom line is, I went all... Uh, Guy calls me. He has ace eight. I have pocket eights. He catches an ace. I lose half my chips, and I end up getting screwed again. I lost. Whatever. So I take third. I get twenty dollars. He had a better. He had a better. He had a better draw. I mean, just a better draw. Ace, get- ace eight versus pocket eights pre flop is not. Oh, a I, I don't understand all the terminology, but you didn't play it right. Whatever happened? No, 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 no. I got unlucky. If you knew anything about poker, you would, it doesn't matter. You don't know about poker. Anyone it listening? Sounds like you had an, an old maid, or uh, sounds to me like you had a gin. whatever so after seven hours uh, i leave there then i decide to pick up wings at hooters okay after already i had chipotle but i had chipotle like 10 a.m this was like late at night Uh, so So, the festivities started early for you of course yeah it's valentine's day of course so (laughs) do you know that guys take their girls to hooters on valentine's day Sure. Guys take kids to Hooters. No, 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 but ba- no, but base Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, and no, this- I know. I'm just saying, like people treat Hooters like it's a normal restaurant. I, the kids are because you know there's always guys like, hey son, you want to see what a real pussy looks like? Check this out. No, uh, yeah. but I've seen like I've seen full out kids birthday parties there. No, no I know. Base is right. Like five year olds. Base is right, especially on the south side of Chicago. I've seen the Hooters restaurants where it, it's basically all families. Like it's a family yeah. affair. But I was just shocked how many like people were on their Valentine's Day date 
at Hooters. Like it was, I mean, this place was like wall to wall madness. They're like, when I got there, they're like, oh, it's a 40 minute wait for pickup. Like, why didn't you tell me that when I called? It, it was crazy. Yeah, so, so anyways, I, I bring the, the Hooters wings home. Of course, when there's no one around, I eat Hooters wings like an animal, like sauce everywhere. You know, you don't even use your hands. <laughs> it's like if I was eating like, eat the bones, right? Let's say yeah, one of these no shirt on. Let's well, I did have a shirt, but you're right, base. Usually I don't because I don't want to spill on it. But you know, if I'm out with a nice yep. young lady at Hooters, I wouldn't eat like such an like two things of blue cheese, like coating the entire wing in blue cheese, dipping every fry, <laughs> like just sauce everywhere. I mean, just, just so that so you, if you ladies are wondering, that's what you missed out on uh, by not. Uh, Hanging out with me. Hanging that sounds lovely. You, you've really won a lot of hearts. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, like, it, I think it's important, Abe, to, to say next year on Valentine's Day, if one of those ladies, is, you know, is inclined to bite on this uh, <laughs> enticing offer. I'm throwing up the hook. You know, if, you know, you'll go to Hooters, but you'll, like, you'll keep the blue cheese in your lap so she exactly. can't see it. <laughs> you'll dip it under the table on the, on the down low. Yeah, like I'll say, turn. Your, I'll be like, oh, look at that, and then I dip it in the blue cheese, yeah. put the whole wing in my mouth. Yep, because <laughs> that's the thing is, a, 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 we all know, and you, you, you have to admit that you, if there were a lady present, you would be very, you would make certain uh, tweaks, but like the not overall, enough, not enough tweaks. Yeah, no, the overall would still would still be stomach turningly gross. <laughs> oh and then after the hooters wings i watched a ufc fight that was on so that that that's what a, a young lady could have it, it could all be yours ladies chipotle poker <laughs> gary indiana hooters Dude, ufc fight the thing is it sounds I mean, obviously it sounds pretty degenerate and, and pathetic and sad but uh there <laughs> are definitely there are, I, i'm certain there are women that would be into that Oh, yeah, oh, I'm sure. And if you're out there, please, please let us know because I would love to. My goal for 2015 is to get Abe a girlfriend. He really needs one. She what? To get, I want to get you a girlfriend this year. It's getting out of control, honestly. You think, you think stories, I can't get one on my own? I need hearing, you? I don't know. Hearing stories like that just kind of depresses me. No, but that was my choice to do that. It's not like, <laughs> yeah, it's like and, I did that as opposed to going to, uh, what's that restaurant? RPM? What's that place called? R- RPM? Is yeah, RPM. RPM. That's yeah. It. Yeah, it's not like I made it's, oh RPM or no, I, I, Gary I, I Indiana, Gary right, Indiana yeah. Chipotle Casino, yeah. Hooters uh-huh. and UFC. I didn't. That was you know, like, <clears throat> Sam. I think you have this picture in your head of Abe like looking forlorn, like walking down the street, kicking a can and whistling <laughs> like sad songs. Yeah, I kind of reality is he was. That is like if he could design a perfect day. That's it. I mean, that is. I <laughs> It, that would be a groundhog day that he would live over and over again. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Much to my chagrin. <laughs> if Abe could live only... every, if Abe could live one day over and over again like Groundhog's Day, it would be that day. Yeah, it would be. Is a, it... a girlfriend would only complicate this process, Sam. You're right, because like... then you can't do that. Like I like to like I, like like Steven Tyler would say, live on the edge. What edge are you living on? No, but I like to live, uh, like, if I decide when I wake up, oh, I want to play in the Saturday 1 p.m. poker tournament. In, yeah, but in, why would in a girl war, prevent you from doing that? In war why would a girl not allow that? Why would a girl where you think that a woman, a woman wouldn't allow you to do that? Sam, anytime I, I ask Bass to do anything, I'm with the lady. 
We have to hang out on Saturday. Base is one man and Jill is one woman. They don't represent every person in this world. But then again, Base is editing the show on Saturdays, you know, the Dan Levy <laughs> fake show. So I think that's what he's really doing. But yeah, You have, like, this, like, madman, uh, like, idea about women. Like, this isn't the 50s no, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. I'm just saying that <laughs> I don't mind just, you know, getting loose when I want. Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if he lived in the 50s, by the way. Everything about Abe Cannon would be awesome. But, but I don't know if you're thinking of Abe Cannon now transplanted back to the 50s. Or yes. Like, or a 50s version, because it would be hilarious <laughs> to see this Abe in the 50s. Uh, <laughs> I, I totally him. agree. Yeah. <laughs> How would I fit in with all those people? Like, I'd, go, I'd, well. I'd go to the soda shop, <laughs> and I'd be like... Alright. <laughs> like, well, they, they would all know you. They'd be like, oh, that's the guy with the burger with the extra mayo. Well, no, no. Him well, a base, base, you'd get this mini burger. Because, like, back then, people weren't eating these ridiculous portions like we do now. <laughs> like, the burger probably was, like, the size of a White Castle burger. And that was, like, a standard burger. And you only burger. ate half of it. And oh, before I'm dabbing f- your mouth with a napkin, saying, I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> One bottle of, of Coca-Cola, like, that that was, like, the big treat. Like, that's called dessert back then. Like, yep. ooh. And Abe would be the one guy with the cigarettes rolled up in his shirt, except the smokes would be for everybody else, not him. Yeah, come on, he doesn't smoke. Well, it's kind of like you said, guys, we talked about this before, that <laughs> single guys, like, I, I've never done any drugs. I And... and we know. No, but Sam, wait, hang on. I'm, I'm explaining. Oh, sorry, God, Sam. Well, no, I mean, every four weeks you make, you make that point. I'm just saying that, well, first of all, I said before because I think marijuana should be legal, but I need to say that I'm not saying it because I'm a fucking pothead. I'm saying that it should be legal, but what I'm saying is that as a guy who hasn't done any drugs, I should carry around cocaine with me because when you're with single girls, they always want to, quote, party. And they always want drugs. So again, so if- see again, this this shows your warped view of people. You think all single girls want to do cocaine? <laughs> no, right. Why are we talking about this? I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know where you where you've been, but I mean that's not how everybody is. Maybe Sam wasn't on that podcast, Ryan. We talked about this where we said yeah, well, I, he, he may not have been, and and I think we arrived at the conclusion that that's a good idea if your if your aim is to, to pick up the kind of girl who asks strangers for cocaine. Yeah, because, like, like <laughs> Sam, I told the story where a girl, um, I was drinking, uh, what was I drinking, a Red Bull, and, and, and well, first she asked me, she goes, hey, do you want a party? Do you have any cocaine? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't do that. And then later on, I was drinking a Red Bull, and she's like, I can't believe you're drinking that poison. I'm like, you just asked me if I wanted to do cocaine. <laughs> like, 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 cocaine's way worse for your body than Red Bull. <laughs> so so my point was that there's a lot of girls and back in Ryan's uh uh you know brash young pill popping days you know girls would always end up at somewhere and then it's always like hey let's party what do you got and then someone pulls out like cocaine or whatever and then those guys who had the drugs they end up banging all those girls because those girls always just want to be around drugs. So I said that single guys should carry around like cocaine and ecstasy and mollies and, and weed and whatever else. Because then anytime a girl says, let's party, and that's why all the ugly guys who, who always have drugs on them, they always bang hot chicks because... They're always the guy who has the cocaine, and then you know what, I still can't help but think you're talking from the perspective of like a 21 year old. Like this is not how most people our age operate anymore. And, and no, I don't people, know people who are like, out at bar, a lot of them do. Past. Yeah, but, but what bar though? I mean, what bar? What are you going to? Like Blue Nightclub? I mean, no, where are you going? Blue. 
See, that, that just shows Blue's been closed for like 10 years. It's, Sam, it's, I, I know that's what I'm saying. You're, you're going back 12 years. Sam, this isn't the Caribou Coffee Crowd, the one that you hang out with. I'm talking about hey, other... I don't go to, that, that other place has been closed for 12 years. I mean, all your offices are for 2001. I was at Mud Coffee Shop, and we don't talk about this kind of jazz. We only talk about vinyl and the best kind of tea leaves for your drinks and stuff like that. And, and where I could buy the right kind of belt and shoes. Where I could get a pair of canvas shoes. That's what we talk about. Vinyl and the best kind of tea leaves for your drink. <laughs> we don't talk about this kind, this kind of jazz. <laughs> Guys, can we, can, we agree on the, can we agree on one thing, though? Don't isn't Valentine's Day? Uh, <laughs> isn't Valentine's Day? Awesome. Isn't Valentine's Day the perfect day to find out if you're someone's side action? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because if your boyfriend, who you know never works on Saturdays, all of a sudden is working on a Saturday, you better believe he, as Tony Soprano would say, is uh, you're his guma, you're his side piece, yep. and. No one will ever, if you're in a serious relationship, if you can't be with that girl on Valentine's Day, you're going to make it very clear why you can't. Oh, I have to, uh, there's my, my, uh, my furnace exploded yesterday, so I'm going to be putting in a new furnace. You could actually come over. I, it really sucks. I know it's Valentine's Day, but you know what? I'm going to be cleaning up the fire and everything, all the remnants. All the, I'm going to be cleaning up all the stuff that exploded. But if you want to just sit on the stairs and maybe hold this trash can while I put everything in there, I know it's Valentine's Day, but maybe we could go to Andy's Ice Cream after and I could get you a concrete cherry, uh, shake and you know so you you make it very if you have a girlfriend and you can't do something on valentine's day you're at least with her you, she at least knows of your whereabouts but if you say uh hey stacy uh you know i gotta work oh really i thought you worked money through yeah old man withers wants me in today uh he says something came up something suddenly came up like if, if it's something like that you better believe that he's at uh you know olive garden with his real girlfriend yep I mean, your, your, your example is a little over the top, but I think it applies to anyone uh, that may be feeling like they don't, like, it's an undefined relationship. If you weren't together on Valentine's Day, uh, chances are the other person doesn't think of it like you do. Yeah, and, that's, and that goes for guys, too. Like, if you think this girl, like, really likes you, if she had no interest in being with you on Valentine's Day, then that means she's not that into you. Yeah. Like, I, had, like uh, I get I get if you met a girl on February 9th and like you've been kind of talking to her and maybe you went out once or twice, fine. Right. But if you've been like, you know, hanging out for months and then all of a sudden on Valentine's Day, she doesn't even bring up hanging out with you or, or neither one brings it up. You better believe that. It's not serious. Yep. Very good. But then again, we don't we don't talk about that kind of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this drug stuff. We only talk about cuffed jeans. You know, it's funny. This, this it reminded me the other day. Um, this a buddy of mine, Dane. He's like uh, from Dane like, Cook, Southern Indiana. Yeah, he's, no, this dude's from like Southern Indiana. Like he's been in Chicago for like four years, and everything is still like uh, he. It's like he just got here from another planet. You know, <laughs> he's like filled with like super yokel. And he he asked me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, are you ever?" Uh, you ever try one of those glory holes? What? He asked me. Yeah. Hey, wait, why did that remind you? Why did that remind you of this story? Here's why. Because I said <laughs> no. I said I think glory holes are something that sound better on paper. 
you know, but they're for like, gay they, guys, right? You mean like those kind of, or just no, like no, 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 no. They're for any like no. They're not for just gay guys. I mean, you can. There are places where you could go throw your hogs through a hole in the wall, and some unsavory woman will uh, take care of it. And well, then you're, wait, you're gonna point. you're gonna trust the other side of the glory hole, dude? Listen, just let me finish. That, this is my point. A you you saying you should, a single guy should have drugs at all times. Yes, you should if you if you want the type of girl looking for drugs at all times. Like Dane was asking me if I've tried that, and he sounded interested. And I was like, <laughs> "You have to like in theory that's great, but think about the type of woman who would be on the other end of that hole." <laughs> <laughs> and is it ever it, does a girl who is on the other end of a glory hole is she ever a girl that even has one girlfriend? No. Like, she's just a complete loner because there's no girl... Dude, she has who even no has, one in her life to tell Ryan, her to, Ryan, to get away from but, the hole in the wall. But just one. Like, she doesn't even have one good girlfriend that would say... Because anyone you run that past, they're going to say, what? No, no, no. Please don't do that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the glory hole and just suck three random dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... So my buddy works at I won't say which retail store, but he he works in retail where they have a uh, like a photo. What, they still call them photo labs, or what they call them? Where they like <laughs> they bring your pictures in or whatever. Photo. Wait, lab. hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. You said a friend works at a photo lab. He he works at like okay. I'll, I'll name four stores. He works at one of them, like uh, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens. One of those, okay, like a place like it. that that has. Where they, they actually where, still develop photos. Where they develop? Yeah, they develop pictures. So he huh, sent. I didn't know that was still a thing. He sends me a text on Valentine's Day, and this is exactly what he said. Nothing beats working in a store like this on Valentine's Day. I just helped a girl print a picture as part of a Valentine gift. It was a nude picture of herself, and a list of reasons why she loves her boyfriend. Reason oh one. Wa- wait. Reason one was you make my pussy wet. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at it. Just think about what the. Like how how could any girl ever bring that pic? Like if you're gonna take pictures like that, you do the online thing where they mail you the pictures. Like you don't just or you go and buy a printer. Like yeah, exactly, or a printer, but you don't just go to you know Walgreens or CVS and give them oh here develop these and it's a naked picture and then this lit. I don't know why he had the lit. Like how, well, let's see, does that make any sense? Uh, it was a nude picture of herself and a list of reasons she loved her boyfriend. Reason one was yeah. a big one. So what? It, it could have been something she like superimposed the text on to, onto the photo and then had it oh, printed. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then. But like, <laughs> reason number one: you make my pussy wet. Wow. <laughs> Which is how, how, how is that? How is that not the first topic we talked about tonight? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it, but it's just just think about that, like. You you have like no pride in yourself to just bring in naked pictures of yourself with the text you make my pussy wet. Really, she she lucked out that that this dude that your buddy uh, was the one working because I mean odds are it's usually like an older sort of prudish looking woman behind that counter or just like some you know some limp uh, weirdo guy. I mean yeah, like I, I mean. I don't know. It's it's fortunate that that she got someone sort of like who found that amusing because I think most yeah. people would be like, no, 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 uh-uh, <laughs> you're not going to do this. No, <laughs> I don't even know if you can legally do that. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's rules. Like, if you know, do they? I, they must allow you to print anything, I guess. Because yeah, 
It, probably not, though. I mean, if you took in a picture with you holding a dead body, I'm sure they would give it to the cops. Like, you can't just print anything. It's not like they're, uh, <laughs> there's not attorney-client privilege with the fucking photo lab. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you said, like, oh, I, I, I actually work at the morgue, and these, these, uh, these pictures of this stiff are for the family. Like you probably oh, yeah, then why are you why are you propped up next to it holding a gun? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But but, but that, the point is, Ryan, that if you're going to do that, you would probably hand him the pictures and say, "By the way, I work at the morgue on 111th Street, and here's the number if you need to verify anything. These right. are all pictures of dead bodies, and I need, I need them developed for, for like the, the family thinks there might be foul uh, play, and he, they need pictures of all all these detailed pictures of the stiff." Okay, fine. Like at least you don't just yeah. give a bunch of a bunch of what if, what if someone who actually worked at a morgue called it a stiff? Like, like, I, 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 where's my uncle Willie? Oh, uh, the stiff's over there. Hey, uh, Bill, pull out the stiff in uh, slot seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not that one. The other wrong stiff. The stiff to the left, you fucking idiot. Sorry, ma'am. That guy was black. You see, you see these people. That's his son. You think they look black? Why would you bring the black stiff? <laughs> there has to be a better way. Like Sam has it right. Like Sam's very adamant that he wants to be cremated, and I'm starting to think that might be the way to go. Because if you really think about it, like what's with the body, the body play? Like we're playing around with the bodies. At, you know what I mean? Play. Like enough, enough already. <laughs> Playing a game, you know, making it look nice, putting it in a box. Like, oh, let's view it. Like, it's it's funny with your ass. You're at job or something. It is, it, is, it is body play. That's really what it is. Body play. Body play. It, it, it's, it's true. It's like a very crude sentence for term, but it, it's basically exactly what it is. Like if Sam dies, I'd rather see a picture of him when he had like spiked hair, a goatee, and a vest, like a huge picture of him like that in the front, than see him laying there dead. Because at yeah, least, yeah, at least then I'm not going to remember. Why do you pick such a douchey pick, though? <laughs> in a Von That's Dutch the way Abe remembers you best. If it's going to be that, just go ahead and put me in a casket then. Don't pick the worst picture with spiked hair and a vest. <laughs> But you know, you know the way Sam is. It's the last thing Sam would ever want is anyone to see him dead. Like Holding Sam- a sign that says, "I love Dave Matthews Band." <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a headband that says "Ants Marching" on it. Oh my god! No, but you know, right, right. You know the way Sam is. The last thing he'd want is me to like, you know, give him a good once over in a coffin. Totally. I don't yeah, want I mean- him looking at me. <laughs> And like, would say, like, what would Sam be gray? You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just remember him as the asshole he is. Sure, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to uh, send a, a special thank you out to Base for reminding me thirty-seven times today that today is Michael Jordan's fifty-second birthday. Thanks for doing that, Base. I was trying to make it twenty-three times, but I went a little overboard. If you look at anything base post on social media the last week, it's like MJ's birthday is seven days away. The great j- hashtag goat. MJ's birthday well, is I mean, six they, are, they are really close. What's that? You and MJ are pretty close. I mean, that we are. What did he say? He said something to you once. I, like, st- I stalk. I stalk him, and he doesn't know who I am. It's pretty close. <laughs> base, didn't, he, didn't he kick you out of the Bulls locker room once, and like he wouldn't let you eat pizza or something? What was it? It's one of the worst moments of my life. What did he say? I was, like, in, the Bulls, I was, I was in the Bulls locker room, and he showed up. It was when he was retired. 
and he started talking trash to Eddie Curry. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, you have to leave. And then the next thing I know, security guards were ushering me out of there. Oh, you got I was wearing, I was, and I was wearing a Jordan hat. Oh, I was like, come oh, on, man, I'm what, not even recording. What kind of media guy wears a Jordan hat? Like, when he started to work, he's, he's wearing, like, a... like. Well, a, it was in the Bulls locker room. I mean, it wasn't like I was in a yeah, visiting yeah, locker base, room. I mean, base, you're there to work. You're not there to wear a fan jumpsuit. Like, you're dressed like yeah, little, little at, Timmy at the, from at the Naples. Time, at, at the time, I was going bald, and I was wearing hats a lot more than I, than I used to, and it happened to be a Jordan hat. I mean, I didn't realize he was going to be there. Didn't you say Pippen was there, too? Yeah, oh, yeah, Pippen, it was like Pippen's last year on the Bulls. Yeah, him and Pippen were talking though, right? You said, and then they were ripping on Eddie Curry, like, oh, yeah, they were they were talking they were talking trash to Eddie Curry, and then like Scotty kind of looked at MJ, and they both kind of looked at me, and he just goes, "Oh, you have to leave." Yo, tell Dookie Booty, Dookie Booty Curry, Dookie Booty Curry. Oh shit, yo, 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 Mike, they have some big, big sloppy white boy stand right at us with tape recorder. Oh shit, I'll get the fuck out of here. Yo, yo, tell, tell Casper to keep moving. There was a part of that story that Abe said you, he made you, he wouldn't let you eat pizza. Did you, was that part of it? Did yeah, Mace was in there. No, that's, that's, that's the Abe Canada extra oh. on the no, story. No, Pace, that's not even Pace, close hang on. To no, no, Pace, that is a true story. No, you're bringing, dude, I told you a story that there was one time they were in a magic locker room. They had pizza. Oh, that's right. And at right. the very end of it, <laughs> at the very end, at the very end, I got, uh, I got, the security guards and a couple ball boys asked me to come in when everybody cleared out. And inside the Orlando Magic locker room was just nothing but tables and tables of Lou Malnati's pizza and pasta. And me and four security guards, a ball boy, and Gortat, who was playing for the Orlando Magic at the time, we killed this table. I mean, we, we ate the living crap out of pizza. Somehow, Abe has twisted all that into one giant story that Michael Jordan threw pizza in my face oh, okay. on getting kicked right. out of a locker room. But didn't you get kicked out for eating the pizza? Or didn't they kick you out? No, like, I, didn't, I didn't get kicked out. It was one of the it was one of the best stories I've ever had leaving the uh, a Bulls game. Just think about this. So, they buy like 100 pizzas for the Orlando Magic. They finger it. They probably like ran their tongue through all the pieces and like some guy would double stack his slice with like two sets of cheese and sausage on one piece. And then base walks in like 95 minutes later and just oh, free food. Why not? Well, actually it started because as I was walking in, one of the players looked at me and goes, Oh, I know you hungry. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just, just looking at me. What an asshole. Just looking at me. That's he goes, awesome. Oh, I know you hungry. <laughs> what, what so that, what an that's totally set the table. That is such, an, totally asshole. That's such table. an asshole thing you could say to someone. <laughs> oh, I know you hungry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sam, remember that asshole woman? We were little kids. She goes, you boys like cake, don't you? You boys look like yeah. you really like cake. Yeah, yeah. Who says that to two chubby little terrible. kids? Like two fat eight-year-olds. Yeah, two fat eight-year-olds. You boys eat a lot of cake. Yeah, you boys uh, like Yeah, we do. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, we want cake. It doesn't feel good when you say it to an overweight thirty-year-old either. By the way, yeah. Oh, oh, I know you hungry, you fat fuck. <laughs> oh, I know you hungry. Well, you know, there's a lot of ways to remember MJ. You know, base would remember him for six NBA titles, all the MVPs, all the points, everything else. But I'd like to remember him by these two moments. Uh, number one, Steve Kerr remembering a time when uh, he quote punched me in the face. It was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I needed to stand up and go back at him. I think I earned some respect, but we have a great relationship ever since. You got to prove it, and then once you prove it, you're fine. So basically, Steve Kerr says playing uh, with Michael Jordan is like being in jail. 
Like, you, they'll test you, they'll punch you in the face, and then you have to go back at them, or else you're just going to get the shit beat out of you all season. So, wait, 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 wait. Is, is it the way it's supposed to be that you're supposed to hit the biggest dude in the face first, and then you're in? Well, it's the same thing. I've never like, heard you, of them beating you. i never heard of them beating you up and you standing up here and stuff. No, going, no, when you, oh, that's a tough motherfucker. No, when you're in jail and someone hits you in the face, you can't just take it. You have to go back at them. And if you don't, then, uh, you know, you're going to get been, beat up. You've also. been punk. You've been, yeah, you, you kind of set your, you told everyone how, how you roll. And and here's here's the other way I want to remember MJ. This is a quote from Muggsy Bogues. He was the uh, like five foot three player on the uh, Hornets. He said one of the biggest possessions of the game. Muggsy had the ball with the Hornets down one. Jordan backed off him and told him, "Shoot it, you fucking midget!" <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then Muggsy Muggsy shot it and didn't even come close. A year later, Muggsy actually told Johnny Bach, whoever that is. Do you know what that is, base? Yeah, he was the, he was a Bulls assistant coach. Oh, okay, a year later, Muggsy told Johnny Bach that he believes that single play ruined his career. His shot never <laughs> recovered. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Did my lunch lady in uh, like middle school, seventeenth grade, look like Steve Kerr? Like, I think it's like identical to Steve Kerr. So we always called her. Her name was Mrs. Turrich, and we always called her Steve Kerr. Her name was Turrich. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Do you remember her name how- was Turrich? Nice. Hi, hi, Ms. Turek. I mean, hi, Mr. Kirk. I mean, Turek. Um, do you remember how disappointed you were when you would see, like, either the lunch ladies or your teachers with their husband or significant other? Like, if you see them out... disappointed. It was just, it was just, it was weird. Okay, well, here, let, let me tell you. There was a woman named Bernie who worked the lunchroom, because you brought up lunchroom, Ryan. Her name was Bernie. Of course, there was a woman named Bernie. She, she, she would work the cookie table. So, like, yeah. you would buy your lunch, and then you could go up there and, like, buy a nutty bar for a quarter, a cookie sure. for 10 whatever it was. So, yeah, the a la carte item. So she she was, like, a like kind of a, she looked like a Chaz Bono a little bit. She had that she kind of vibe. Greg Valentine. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, that's it. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's <what she> <laughs> So I saw I saw her at Kohl's, which is like a, a, a department, a, a, yeah, department store here in Chicago. And I think they're everywhere, but you don't. <laughs> I was going to say it's not exactly exclusive. I don't know. Are Kohl's everywhere? Are they in Canada? <laughs> yes. They're in Canada. Kohl's. I bet. All right. Well, you stay not out of just Chicago. Well, it's a shitty story either way. So I'm in Kohl's with my mom, and I see Bernie. Right, and she's wearing like. She was wearing all white for some reason. And then then next to her was this guy who looked like, picture picture John Belushi, 75 pounds heavier and like 10 years older. And he was wearing like a a brown t-shirt with three huge holes in it. And like, he was all dirty and disgusting. And that was like her husband. I was like, that, that ruined Bernie for me. Like every time I saw her after that, I'm like, God, she's with that piece of shit. And I was only like seven or eight. And I still, in my mind, was able to judge her for being with this guy who was just absolutely disgusting. He was like, all, he had like a really like dirt, you know, you know, like a dirty five o'clock shadow that looks like it has a layer of fill. I love on the it. detail. Like you were nine. I love the details. You remember the three holes, the five o'clock shadow. No, but Ryan, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, there's a difference between Ryan Seacrest's five o'clock shadow and like just some scumbag who is like laying in a like a. a, a, a there, there, there's like there's mugshot five o'clock shadow. Yeah, like the guy, yeah. the guy who they arrested. Yeah. Like when they pull him out of his house in handcuffs, and he has like his coat over his head. Like it's like a <laughs> greasy, like wet five o'clock shadow. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? 
he, yeah, yeah. He he had that thing going, and it was it was just it was disappointing because I expect. I mean, like you said, Sam, he looked she looked like Greg the Hammer Valentine, but you, you, know, you just, just expect a, more. I, I had a thought here, Abe. When you finally do meet Mrs. Wright, I hope she's not a teacher because when you <laughs> you know are sitting at Hooters, chomping you know down fifty wings with your different strokes T-shirt on at like <laughs> two a.m. And one of her students walks in and says, Mrs. Cannon? Yeah, this is my husband, Abe. That kid is going to have the same fucking thought. <laughs> oh, God, did you see Mrs. Cannon's husband? Did you know he was doing those chicken wings? He had yeah, that, oh dirty, it, that, that five o'clock show, not like the one Seacrest had, but that dirty one, like that, that mugshot one. <laughs> And what was with that hat he was wearing? It was hashtag coup with five O's. What yeah, what, was that? what the fuck was that? What was that? Two two last things, guys, I want to bring up, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Um, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the White Castle drive through, I don't oh like boy. I don't like to get judged by the question. Like I have no, as you know, guys, if I don't take care of my brothers, who will? And I yep. take care of the homeless. Like today, as a matter of fact, I took care of two homeless guys. Um, mm-hmm. not to brag or anything, but, and yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll never say that normally, but I do take care of my, brothers. no, that's not true. That's not true. You say that all the time. Oh, okay. But I you do always t- remind us when you give a homeless guy four cents, but <laughs> no, I, I, I usually break them off, uh, bills. Cause I don't, oh, like, wow. I don't like, I don't like giving out change, but, um, so <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the white castle drive through. I pay, she's like, oh, that'll be $7. Oh, by the way, do you want to donate a dollar for, I forgot what it was, breast cancer, for diabetes, homeless children, whatever it was. I don't know what it was. But I don't want to have that interaction with the lady in the in the drive-thru. You know, it, it like puts me in a bad spot because I'm like, oh, no, no thanks, not today. Then she has this like, oh, this piece of shit look on her face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like hey, that. Like, you're I'm in not- the White Castle drive-thru. How much lower... Can you get? I mean, it's not like you like, oh, who is this potential suitor? <laughs> <laughs> she was so impressed before. Yeah, I mean, you're pulling through to get like diarrhea bombs at two a.m. <laughs> for eighty cents, and like you're worried she's judging you because you said no thanks. No, Wait, but she if you wanted to donate a dollar. I hey, bet no one's ever you... donated a dollar in that yeah, drive hey, 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 Trust me, you are not the first White Castle customer to say no. <laughs> I would be shocked if two people ever donated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assure you, sir, there were no opinions being formed that night. But like opinion if was about what you ordered. If I'm at the grocery <laughs> store a lot of the time, you'll they'll have the little cards that say... Donate one dollar, three dollars, and I'll sometimes take the dollar, whatever, and I throw it in with my groceries because I made the decision. I don't like being asked the last second. Oh, oh, do you want to give a dollar to uh, you know to Ramsey's uh, bike fund or whatever it is? Yeah, but I, Abe, it only wouldn't affect her if her son was Ramsey. I mean, like, yeah, she doesn't give a shit, shit on it. it. No, she's, she's like that. That's more what you think about yourself. You're, actually, you're, actually, as a rarity, I, I totally understand what Abe's saying because I've been to Walgreens and it's the same thing. Like, do you want to give to St. Jude's Children's Fund? Even though I've given like ten dollars before, would you say like, yeah, no, right. I'm okay, you never did? Hey, hey, there is hey, no I'm way. Help, I, hey, hey, I'm trying to help you out of here, Abe. No, I know, base, but there's no way that you ever <laughs> went to Walgreens and spent nine dollars and then say, just keep the whole twenty for St. Jude. <laughs> 
There's no way you've ever done that. You might have. You might have. You might have excellent. I'm, 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 I'm nice when you guys aren't around. I'm, base, I'm a nice. Base, I think base means ten dollars over over a lifetime. Base might have dropped like a quarter in between like the bags and and the desk there, and he's like, uh, "Just give that to St. Jude when you fish it out." As he was walking away, like as the doors were closing. <laughs> Sure, do you want a quarter? <laughs> Just give it to St. Jude. <laughs> but could I have my Tootsie Roll at least? Please? That's the last time That's the last time I stick up for you, pal. I just don't like being judged. Last thing, guys. Um, So, the lady... I, I've been going to Dunkin' Donuts again and getting iced coffees. I took a little time off on those, but now I'm back on them. And the mm-hmm. Indian woman, she she loves making... Like, it's I'll, Native American. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the so the Native American woman. No, she's an Indian woman. So uh, she sees my truck pulling up, and I swear to God, it's like she sprints to make it so that she has it done as I'm walking up to pay for it. And she does this game where she like acts like she doesn't see me walking in, and she'll like keep her head turned. And then as I'm walking up, she like hands me the iced coffee, and that makes this like really like sexual eye contact with me. Like oh here I, I've I've come through for you again here like like it, it's this like 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 this a saddest like she just got done like, how she look n- n- it's not good so she <laughs> but she has like a look like the Ryan the satisfaction of like the like she just blew you and then she looks up and saddest like pure satisfaction look like she makes that kind of eye contact with me so now I'm stuck anytime I go to that Dunkin' Donuts that I have to just have iced coffee because. I can't just come in now and ever drink anything else because she oh, yeah, she, she hands, hands it to you. She, with like it's done. Like normally, she, I normally I'd feel bad for you, but there's a Dunkin' Donuts every five feet from your house, so just go to the next one. No, I know, but this one's good because she makes it perfect. So I I can't change. You, know. <laughs> you don't want anything else. Well, well, I was going to say you never order anything else. But you know what I'm saying, guys. I don't have the option. Like, let's say one day I'm like, oh, let me get regular coffee. Like, it's cold out. Maybe I don't want iced coffee. But she has right. to do that thing where she. I mean, I'm making all kinds of noise when I walk in. She acts like she doesn't see me. Then she hands me the drink as I'm coming up to pay. Like, it's completely done so that she makes it like I don't know that she's <laughs> making it, and then she like surprises me with it, and then makes that eye contact. Yeah. How do you respond? Like, oh, great. The first time I said he no. Does the, he does the, the hand motion of the finger going through the hole in his other <laughs> hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sexual exchange. If, if you stop doing that, she might she might wait and see if you want something else. <laughs> the first the first time I said, bada bing, and I grabbed my crotch. <laughs> no, the, the, you, know, you know what I said the first time, which fucked it up? I said, wow, now that's service. Yep. Oh, so, God. So ever since ever, I said, ever acknowledge them, never make any eye contact with the uh, the fast food patrons. You don't want to create a create a bond. No, but this woman, like I always make up lies. She's like, like there's no reason to even lie to her. I'm. She's like, where have you been? I'm like, oh, I've been working at the other office this week. It is odd how you bond with all of your fast food <laughs> employees. Like, well, like I, I've crazy. heard stories about sub places and burger places yeah. where they know you and well, you, want to you don't want to disappoint them. It's it's pretty fucking weird. Well, it's because he sees them more than he sees his own family. I mean, people know Abe. But it is funny, like, there's no reason for me to say, like, oh, I'm I'm actually working at the office in Skokie this week. Like, there's no reason to say that. I should just say, like, oh, I just haven't been drinking coffee this week. That's that's all it is. I just decided I didn't want to. Most people people just say, yep. They just, like, shrug and go, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 
You're, so, you're, you're, your whole day, you're like racking your brain for excuses to give the Dunkin' Donuts lady as to why you weren't in. It, it is a very, very strange thing that you have in your head with these service industry people. Yeah, it is. You have this like fake <laughs> your head with them. And Wait, hang on. Base, base just had base just coughed up a lung. What did you say? I couldn't hear you. Sorry. You have this relationship in your head with them that they don't. Of course, that woman recognizes you and makes your coffee, and she smiles because she's proud of it. But like, <laughs> you're one of like one thousand people she deals with every day. It's her day does not start and end at that moment. She doesn't go home thinking about. Oh, Abe looked nice in that hat, but I wish he wouldn't wear track pants. One day I said, Ryan, one day I said, oh, I just haven't been drinking coffee. She goes, no good, no good. Yeah, so that should tell you right there that she's not like, <laughs> there's not some like s- subtle dialogue going on in her head about Abe Cannon. I mean, same with the lady at the drive through at White Castle, like, I, I, who knows, you know, bleeding from her skin tag sores, asking you if you want to give a dollar. <laughs> like, when you pull away, she's not like, hey, Mark, you believe that prick didn't give a dollar? <laughs> you get his license plate number? Yeah, I'm going to slash his Oh, he comes through here every night at right around this time. I'm going to slash his Oh, and the Jeep, so Grand, Jeep Grand Cherokee coup hat, right? That guy? All right, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll be out there tomorrow. Get, hey, get, guess who's going to be cleaning the uh, drive-through cement tomorrow when he rolls in? Take a guess. <laughs> guess who's going to drop a few thumbtacks by his tires? Uh, Abe, honestly, it's you have to start uh, thinking less about these these folks. You really do. You're like um, Ace Ventura with animals. Like you just can't. Like they flock to you. You have to bond with them and. You just it's like feeding stray cats. When you, the more you humor them, the worse of, of the situation you're in. Like it, it, you're only blame here. Everyone else has. Everyone else can go to fast food places and not leave there racked with guilt and like. I mean, that is simply a product of your creation. That is not something that happens to anyone else. It is true. So like I, I stopped I, going I to certain places to not see people. I understand your problems and what you're talking about, but I don't understand why you think, like, they're actually, you're doing this. You go in, like, you even just said, I I go in making a lot of noise. You don't. (laughs) I mean, you go in and just create this bullshit, and that's what, like, that's what draws them in. Right, didn't you say that? And then you come to us, be like, can you believe this? Kapesh guy won't stop calling me. <laughs> Kapesh. <laughs> right? Didn't you say yeah. that when, when you at one point? I'm you're, you're never, you were never fat, but at some point you got thick everywhere. As they oh say. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you look like you know like uh, 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 Ross the intern. Like you had that kind of body for a while. So, yeah, <laughs> not fat, but just like thick everywhere. So yeah. I remember you said that you, you would go to Taco Bell every night at like two in the morning, and you said that you ordered like a chalupa, and then when you pulled the guy's like, "Oh, you're not doing the three bean burritos and two regular tacos? What's wrong?" <laughs> like the guy, you said the guy knew your exact order, and it, that instantly was, made you stop eating Taco Bell, right? Honestly, it was a defining moment for me, and, and that's what I. I mean, I probably have lost. I, I would at least you know, 25, 30 pounds 
since those days. And here's the here's exactly what happened. <laughs> I would go to a, a Taco Bell um, in the the city that I lived in, and at, there was one night where I was visiting my parents in Highland, Indiana, and I just happened to pass a Taco Bell in Munster, and I pulled through the drive-thru, and for whatever reason, the guy that I would always see at this other Taco Bell was working at the one in Munster, <laughs> and when I pulled through, he either said, hey, Ryan, or he saw my car in the drive-thru, and he had, it was some, there was some exchange to where he recognized me through the speaker, like I hadn't even seen him at the window yet. <laughs> Like, he saw my car on the monitor and knew it was me. And I think I probably just tossed the Taco Bell out the window, and I never, like, I can't even smell Taco Bell now. I get sick because I think about how ashamed I was. <laughs> More for me. Oh, that's awesome. All right, we'll wrap it up, fellas. This was fun as always. Uh, remember, if you're trying to get it on iTunes, you're having problems, unsubscribe and resubscribe. And tell a friend. We'd like to get to a million, a million listeners. <laughs> I love how people, people are sending me messages. They're like, we're pretty, we're getting, we must be getting closer to a million. Yeah, yeah we're real close. I don't think the top 100 we're podcasts. Just, we're just away now. <laughs> I don't think the top like 10 podcasts combined have a million listeners. But, hey. We're trying to get a million. So you tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, they'll tell that friend, that friend, that friend. And I like how you think big, Abe. Think that's good. Think big. Don't say let's get two hundred thousand. Let's get. Let's just go right to a million. Well, that's what I mm-hmm. want. We do want. It would be yeah. easy to get a million listeners if everyone tells someone, and then you Very. just keep. You keep. <laughs> you just keep. The, just think about it. There's a reason why like Five Guys Burgers became huge by word of mouth. I told Sam, hey, it's not bad. And then Sam's like, hey, Beth, what? Five Guys Burgers? It's delicious. Then Bass puts on Facebook, hey, everyone, Five Guys Burgers is the best burger in town. And then like 97 of Bass's friends see, oh, Five Guys, right. what's this Five Guys Burgers? And then those 97 are all at Five Guys, and maybe 31 of them bring someone. So that's 62 more people, and then those people tell someone. We change the name of the podcast to Five Guys Burgers. Five Guys Burgers <laughs> podcast. So we, if, if we could just get this moving like Five Guys Burgers, we'll have a million listeners in like two weeks yep you're right almost there hey, yeah. and make sure to go to base on air on twitter and see everyone he's following including cookie monster <laughs> big bird and super tits we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs> <Yeah>. we out <laughs> later, later.